Welcome to the Physician's Financial Checkup Podcast, where we discuss the financial challenges and opportunities facing medical professionals. In this podcast, we'll discuss a variety of financial topics that are important to physicians, such as retirement planning, investing, and estate planning. We'll also interview experts in the financial services industry to get their insights on these topics. If you're a physician or a spouse of a physician, I encourage you to listen to this podcast. We will provide you with the information you need to make sound financial decisions and achieve your financial goals. Here's your host, Brent Bowden, a financial coach and certified financial planning advisor with over 15 years of experience helping medical professionals achieve their financial goals. To learn more about Brent Bowden and his services, visit brentbowden.com. Welcome to the Physician's Financial Checkup Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about managing student loan debt for medical professionals. So we'll discuss what you should know about your loans, your terms, income repayment options, some national programs for debt forgiveness or repayment, debt consolidation loans, and also how to revisit your budget and work toward those savings goals while responsibly paying down those debts. Now, as I record this episode, there's still a lot of news evolving student loans after the Supreme Court recently struck down the Biden Student Loan Relief Forgiveness Plan that intended to cancel up to $20,000 of federal debt per student borrower, plus um, some additional borrower-friendly income-driven repayment plans. So in addition to that Supreme Court decision, uh, recently passed was the new bipartisan debt ceiling bill, which was set in motion uh, student loan interest to resume on September 1st of 2023 along with payments beginning in October, so officially ending any of the COVID emergency relief uh, to student loans. Now, there are some new plans that are still in the works, um, utilizing potentially the HEROES Act of 2003 as justification, uh, but that plan is really still being fully determined uh, and could take some time to come to fruition. Now, on July 14th, the Biden administration did announce that they're going to cancel an additional $39 billion of student debt uh, for an estimated 804,000 borrowers. Mostly these are affected and uh, will be notified in the coming weeks if you're qualified. Uh, It's basically kind of a revision of some of the newest automatic loan forgiveness plans um, for either direct loans or federal uh, family education loans. Basically, some of the, the failures of the administration to, and not the Biden administration, the education administration, um, to make sure that qualified months of, of payment were affected. So most of those are looking at the 25 or 30 year, uh, 240 month or 300 month uh, qualified months and how many of those should have qualified under uh, those terms. So in the meantime, just a quick update. We're going to go a little bit more into some specifics. But that was just a quick update on things that are happening right now as the news changes on the topic of student loans. Um, The Biden administration is actually still looking at regulatory rulemaking processes along with the education department. Um, They're trying to still get another $430 billion in in relief. Some of those uh, relief changes uh, are still probably up to a year out. Um, So while you're waiting and as interest resumes on some of those loans, let's cover some student loan information that you should really know as a healthcare professional. So first of all, let's talk about student loan types. 
So first of all, the federal student loan um, offered by the U.S. government has a variety of repayment options, uh, ways that you can get those loans, including some income-driven repayment plans and, and public service loan forgiveness plans. There's really two different types, uh, and we'll talk about a third as well, that falls under the federal student loans. The, there is direct loans, which are the borrower, typically the student, is going to take out those types of loans, and there are plus loans or, or parent loans. So under the student loan version, there are two versions. One is what's called a subsidized loan, so a direct subsidized loan, which is the interest is deferred. You don't pay any interest while you're in school, at least part-time, uh, and up to six months after you graduate. Those typically have about a 10-year repayment term. On the flip side, the government does offer a direct unsubsidized loan. On these types of loans, your interest will accrue immediately from the moment you take a disbursement. Uh, and borrowers basically are responsible for either covering that while in school, or if you don't cover that, it'll continue to capitalize or accumulate uh, even up through graduation. Uh, obviously beyond as you're repaying as well, but uh, that unsubsidized loan is one that continues to accrue interest. Now, direct plus loans are available for qualified buyers um, that are not need-based at all. And they also oftentimes require a co-signer or a parent to be able to be involved in those. They tend to be slightly higher rates than either the direct subsidized or unsubsidized loans. But that's kind of covers the federal aspect. In other student loan options you may have are the health professional student loans. So there's a number of need-based federal student loan programs that are specifically designed for students who are pursuing an, a few degrees um, in the health-related fields, include, including allopathic, osteopathic, podiatry, optometry, pharmacy, dentistry, or veterinary medicine. And those loans typically are going to have a fixed interest rate, um, no origination fees. And there's also a version of that that is available for nursing school loans as well. So those are fall under a, a health professional student loan. The last type that we see pretty often uh, in the healthcare space are private student loans. So these are going to be loans that are either offered by a, a bank or a private lender. Um, oftentimes they're going to have slightly higher interest rates than federal student loans. They may also offer more flexible repayment terms, sometimes longer term limits. Um, so a number of different avenues on a private loan, there's a little bit more flexibility in what those can look like. Now, as we talk about student loans, there's a number of things that you should know about your student loans, uh, really, before you kind of start looking at other options. As a medical professional, oftentimes you're going to have a lot of student loan debt and understanding exactly how those work uh, are going to allow you to make best decisions on how you should repay them. So a couple of key things we want to know, first of all, who is your loan provider? A number of different loan providers out there. Is it the federal government? Uh, is it a private lender? Is it a state government? Uh, or maybe just a federal program? It's important to know who that loan provider is so that A, you can contact them, make the correct payments, uh, but you also can find out a little bit more about what their options might be uh, on that particular loan. Now, what are your due dates? You need to know when that loan's payment is due so that you don't miss a payment. We don't wanna mess up anybody's credit. We wanna make sure we're making those interest payments on time. Uh, and you can also find some additional information about that loan servicer, 
or maybe their payment structure uh, either on their website or oftentimes through your loan agreement. Definitely want to know what their interest rate is. So the amount of money that you're going to borrow in addition to the original loan amount over the life of the loan is going to be very important. There's a couple different ways we'll talk about next week in exactly how to pay those off structurally to potentially benefit you uh, and get those paid off quicker. I also want to know what your total amount is on each individual loan, as well as your total overall uh, in each category. Sometimes there's consolidation loans. Uh, you don't necessarily want to pursue those until you know exactly what each loan type you have and what they look like. Most of the time when we talk about in loan lengths also, there's a few different options, but these can vary greatly depending upon who you're, you're borrowing student loan from. But the standard repayment option typically is 10 years. So 10 years uh, is, is going to be oftentimes the least amount of time that you'll see on a repayment program. And that's typically called a standard repayment. Obviously, if you can pay them off in 10 years, you're going to pay less interest. Now, there are some income-driven repayment options that will vary from 10 years to 25, even 30 years. Um, some of those having forgiveness options after your term. And then there's a couple other options. One's called a graduated repayment, where you're going to have lower monthly payments that increase every couple of years up to 10 years. So rather than having a flat payment over that 10-year period, uh, it may start out a lower dollar amount and increase over time. Uh, typically, the end of that is going to be higher than what you would have paid on a, an average monthly um, just to be able to, to get those repaid. There's also an extended repayment, which works similar to a graduated where you're going to have initially lower payments, and then that's going to increase every couple of years. Uh, but that on an extended repayment can also go up to 25 years. There are a few lenders out there that will also offer a, a fixed version of that over 25 years, but uh, that's, that's a number of different repayment options. Um, there is also a consolidated standard repayment option, uh, which sometimes you can have up to 30 years, just like a mortgage to pay off. Typically, not my favorite if we can get those paid off sooner, but could lower interest payment requirements on the early end uh, if that's something you need. So some, certainly some things to look at from a length of time to repay. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk about how to repay some of those and what options might you have. So if you're currently struggling with repaying those debts, uh, there's a number of repayment options available. We're gonna talk about a couple of them uh, this is not an exhaustive list, but there's some of the, the more generally accepted versions around here. So if you have federal loans, these income-driven repayment options are also called IDR plans, are uh, federal government programs that cap your monthly student loan payment based on a percentage of income. Uh, this may not work for every medical professional out there, but for some of you, this may fall into place. So there's a program called Pay As You Earn or P-A-Y-E, pay. Uh, basically, the way it works is that your monthly payment will be 10% of your discretionary income. Now, what is your discretionary income? That's calculated uh, as your income after you subtract about 150% of the federal poverty line, which does change on an annual basis. Um, and you get that repayment program as about a 20-year length of term generally. Now, second type of income-driven repayment plan is called uh, actually a new version. Uh, it's replacing the repayment income-based 
or repay is going to be now called the save plan or saving on a valuable education plan. And in this replacement, which will actually start in 2024, your monthly payments actually going to be reduced by 10% of your discretionary income. Uh, excuse me. It was 10% under repay. It's now going to be 5% under save uh, for undergraduate loans. Still is going to remain 10% for graduate loans with a household adjusted income at 225 or 225% of the federal poverty line. So for a student who has borrowed less than $12,000, uh, you can also see that wiped away after 10 years. If it's over that, there's some additional options to look at. Now, third-based uh, income repayment plan is called the income-based repayment plan. This is one of the early ones. Uh, it was basically just a monthly payment that allowed you to pay either 10 or 15% of your dis discretionary income. Part of that depends on whether you received it uh, pre or post uh, a certain period of time. I think it's 2014. I have to double check that. But as long as you're in that, you either have a 10-year or it could be up to a 20 or 25 year term. Those are a little bit different, uh, but some of the original versions. Fourth, there is a income contingent repayment plan. So monthly payments are, are the lesser of either 20% of your discretionary income or what you would have paid on a repayment plan with a fixed amount over about a 12 year period uh, can be extended out to a 25 year period. So. Income-driven repayment plans uh, for federal student loans are certainly an interesting way to be able to do that. Uh, oftentimes, you may be able to do something like this early in paying back, but as your income increases, this may not be as much of an option. Um, so let's look at a couple other programs that are available. So there is the PSLF, which is considered a public service loan forgiveness plan. This is a federal program uh, that forgives the remaining balance of your student loans after you've made 120 qualifying payments or 10 years while working for a qualified public service employer. So there's a list of uh, what those look like and, and who you might be able to fall in. But basically, if you're doing public service, you're typically having a slightly less uh, income. And for that, they're willing to forgive some of those uh, public service loans. On the nursing side of things, there is a nurse corps loan repayment program, uh, which forgives up to $85,000 of your student loans if you can work full-time as a nurse for two years in a designated underserved area. So there are several areas across the U.S. that are considered underserved in their medical uh, staffing. And as part of the Nurse Corps Loan Repayment Program, you may be able to find one of those areas, uh, if you're flexible to move, that can help you pay off those student loans quicker. So some other programs that we look at uh, on a national basis for debt forgiveness or repayment um, there's a, a bunch of different healthcare programs, so certainly your specialty may have some specific ones that, that fall into place for you, but these are just some of the generals that I always like to go over. There is a healthcare loan forgiveness program. So this per particular program forgives up to 85% of student loans after you've made uh, 120 payments or 10 years of qualifying payments if you work in particular qualifying healthcare jobs. So you certainly want to look that up. I'll provide links in the show notes to some of these so that you can take a look at them. Uh, there's also the National Health Corps, uh, Health Service Corps Loan Repayment Program, so NHSC, that provides up to $50,000 of student loans after you've completed two years of full-time service at an approved NHSC site. Uh, a third one that's available is the National Institutes of Health, 
the NIH Loan Repayment Program, which forgives up to $35,000 of student loans after you've completed two years at a National Institutes of Health funded research institution. That may be something you want to look at if you're doing research currently. And then there's also uh, several military student loan forgiveness programs. So depending upon the service or reserves that you're planning to look into, uh, there are programs for physicians, nurses, um, dental loan repayment programs, all through both active and reserve military offices. So certainly if you plan to, to give service to our country, thank you for your service. And that's a great option to be able to look into. Now, sometimes you may have a number of loans that uh, kind of fall in the same category and you, you want to be able to look at consolidating all those, make your life a little simpler, simpler with putting them all into one loan, lower interest rate potentially. Uh, it can also help you manage and, and potentially save money on any interest payments. Uh, that is an option and there's a number of places that you can do that that are available. Uh, it is super important though to really understand exactly what your student loans are doing, uh, how a consolidation loan may positively or negatively impact your repayment options there. And then just make sure you walk through those risks and rewards of, of consolidation versus continuing to, to make the payments that you have been. Um, because that can affect your, your budget substantially, it's certainly one of those things that I say, revisit your budget, make sure you're making a choice um, that, that really benefits you in the long run. So as we look at those, you may also find that you are either not eligible for some of the forgiveness or income driven repayment plans if you consolidate. So certainly before you do any consolidation loans, make sure you have fully discussed and vetted what your options are uh, and, and what your path is to make sure that you're not going to mess up any of the forgiveness or IDR plans that you may qualify for. Now, if you do decide to go down the consolidation route, uh, there are a few uh, private student loan options that I've worked with in the past that we'll put some uh, links in the show notes that are great options to be able to start with. So as that brief recap uh, kind of on student loans comes to a close, just wanted to remind you a few final tips uh, that really help in the student loan space to make sure that you're making the right decisions on paying down your loans, uh, consolidating if that's needed, or looking at additional programs that might be able to help pay off some of that debt for you. So three quick tips. Always start by understanding exactly what your options are. So there's a variety of loan types and repayment options. Make sure that you do a little research or work with somebody who knows a lot in this space to understand exactly what those options are for you. Secondly, consider what your income and expenses are today, what they might be in the future. So starting with that budgeting place uh, and really understand what your income and expenses can afford, what you wanna make on those monthly payments and what's your goal to get those paid off. How quickly would you like to do that uh, and what are your resources to be able to do that? And then lastly, really look into repayment assistance programs. Uh, I've just stated a few today on the podcast, but there are a number of ones out there. There's also some state-specific ones that I did not highlight here, um, but make sure that you're looking at what those options are. Oftentimes, uh, your employer may be a good option to, to know what some of those are, given your area uh, and what the needs and expertise are. So those programs can really help you reduce monthly payments or even help you pay them off sooner. So thanks today for listening for 
this podcast. I hope you found it helpful. If you've got questions, feel free to leave a note or reach out. Uh, I'll have some additional information in the show notes today. And there's a couple of great partners uh, that are linked in there. If you're looking at options, feel free to check them out. Uh, And I look forward to seeing you on next week's where we're going to talk a little bit more about debt payoff. Thank you for listening to the Physician Financial Checkup Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. You can also find more information on brentbowden.com. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of any other individual or organization. You should carefully consider your investment objectives, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment decisions. If you are seeking financial advice, you should consult with a qualified financial advisor who can assess your individual circumstances and needs.